Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is AJ Vaden here. I am one of your co-hosts, as well as the CEO and one of the co-founders of Brand Builders Group, along with my partner in crime, Rory Vaden, who is not here with me today. This is my solo episode with my good friend, Carrie Jack, who I'm so excited to have on the show. And I know Carrie, personally, I got to be on his podcast a few months ago, which was probably one of the funnest podcasts that I've ever been on. And so total shout out to the Happy Hustle podcast. You should definitely go check it out. It was so fun. And I love all the things that you do with that. But before we get started and I turn it over to Carrie and help you guys learn a little bit about Carrie, I do have a professional bio that I will read because undoubtedly I will forget some of these really awesome accolades that I think are also fascinating about Carrie. So, all right, I'm going to give you kind of like what to me sticks out that you should really know if you're listening to this, why you should stick around and why this is a really important episode for you. So Carrie Jack is a lifestyle entrepreneur. He's an author. He's a podcast host. He's also a professional actor and model. He's a biohacker, eco warrior, martial artist, humanitarian. I mean, it's like what aren't you doing? So there's so many things going up. But when I say like he is doing really extraordinary things, he's also worked with extraordinary brands. I mean, I'm talking about like he's represented international brands like Burberry, Hermes, Top Man, Corona, Marriott, Royal Caribbean, Cadillac, Vogue, Home Depot, like the list goes on and on and on. So with all of that said, we literally could talk about just interesting things for the next 40 minutes, but in an effort to keep this call very focused, we're going to talk about some really unique things that I think are going to help our listeners. So Carrie, welcome. Welcome to the show. AJ, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, we definitely could go down many rabbit holes, but I'm all about adding value to the audience. And I have, you know, a really great insight to building and growing and monetizing your personal brand. And I really am excited to share some of the wisdom that I've acquired and the mistakes that I've learned from along the journey. Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great episode. One, because I know your background and I know your story, but I've seen so much of it firsthand over the last few years. But also just because you're so humble and you're just such a joyful human being. I'm so excited for this. So, all right. I know a ton about you. Our listeners do not. So help everyone kind of get to know, like, how did you get to where you are? And then tell us a little bit about where are you, right? Like, what are you doing and how'd you get there? Oh, yeah. So I grew up half in Sarasota, Florida, surfing the beaches and, you know, enjoying that Florida lifestyle. And then half in the mountains of Red Lodge, Montana, camping, fishing, hunting, hiking. And, you know, that's where I first realized the importance of balance, you know, both balance with my environment, but also just balance, you know, professionally and personally. My childhood wasn't the easiest. Everyone has a story, but, you know, I actually was dropped on my head as a child. I don't even know if you know that, AJ, but 
I had a very severe stutter. I couldn't speak. I was a very angry kid because I couldn't articulate myself. And my mom actually cured me with chiropractic and she would adjust my cranial sacral bones and I can speak okay now. But due to that, I was very angry. I went to many years of anger management, which is odd because I run a company called The Happy Hustle now. And you're uh, so joyful. I believe yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't always. And then I got into some trouble when I was young. You know, there was a gut-wrenching divorce mixed in and mental and physical and emotional abuse. And I actually ended up moving 24 times before the age of 18. So I was on the move a lot, got into some crime. I'll leave a lot of that out, but I ended that's up in for jail. A happy hour conversation. <laughs> yeah. That's for drinks and you know, one-on-one where I can't incriminate myself, but I learned the hard way basically. And I've always been a hustler I'll say, but I wasn't always a happy hustler. You know, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Fast forward, you know, I changed my ways. I operate now with hundred percent integrity. And I really, you know, like I just completely did a 180 because I saw that path and where I was headed. And I just didn't want to go that direction. And I actually launched a company in New York City with my brother, business partner, and best friend, Grant. And, you know, we were grinding, AJ. I mean, we were working our, our tails off just 100 plus hour weeks, you know, getting less than five hours of sleep and, you know, all for what? For profit, success, ego, you know, title. And I feel like a lot of people out there can resonate with, you know, grinding, but not necessarily for the right reasons, yeah. you know, and I was no different. We had this big tech company that, we were soliciting these seven-figure VC funding deals, and we actually ended up getting the seven-figure VC funding deals. We inked partnerships with Microsoft and IBM, and we had everything for this like grandiose tech company that could have had a five-year exit and multiple millions of dollars to come with. And I just realized right when we were sitting down to sign the contract that I couldn't take the money. Like My brother and I were just so unhappy. We were so burnt out. And I just feel... Now there's an epidemic going on. Sure, there's a pandemic, but there's an epidemic and it's this entrepreneurial burnout. And I just made it my mission to solve that problem for myself. And I had to make a choice. I said no to the money. My brother and I folded the company in 18 months of hard work scrapped, you know, completely. I then moved to Bangkok, Thailand for 10 months. And I just figured out a better way to work and live over there, a way to truly be happy within the hustle. And that's where the happy hustle was born. And that's kind of where I'm at now is, you know, running this company that helps entrepreneurs mainly, but really anyone who's struggling with imbalance, imbalance is my one word. If you know BBG, you know your one word problem. Imbalance is the one word problem that I solve for people. And I do that in a multitude of ways, but that's really kind of the journey in a nutshell. Wow. You know what I love so much about almost every single person who comes on this show and really anyone who has really ingrained themselves in the BBG community is they all have done it over this like mission focused of, I wanted to make a difference for myself, for someone else. It's like, it's like money has always been the byproduct of it, not at the forefront. And I love that. It's like, I turned down the money because I wasn't happy and I had to figure out a better way to live. And so I'm so curious what happened in Thailand. Like what did you (laughs) discover in Thailand? Well, a lot of things happened in Thailand. You know, I traveled around a bunch, went to all sorts of really cool places from Vietnam to Singapore to Bali and everywhere in between. But what really happened was I made my first dollars online, you know, and I was like, I rented this amazing penthouse apartment for like 400 US dollars, you know, and I was working from a laptop and I just realized that 
you don't have to like sell your soul to make a living. You could actually make money and a difference, you know, if you get clear on who you want to help. And so it kind of just came full circle when I was over there, like, okay, I really want to enjoy my everyday journey. And I think what happens with a lot of people, especially type A driven individuals is, you know, lack thereof a better cliche, they get to the top of the mountain and they realize they're the only one there and they isolated everyone. And then they got to go all the way back down and then climb a different mountain. And that's kind of how it happened to me. And, you know, I just, when I was over there, I realized I can enjoy every single day. I can enjoy the journey, not just the destination, you know, as a happy hustle life that I actually love. I love that. And I've been there too. I feel like I spent 10 years basically putting myself in this like tiny little corner where I missed every wedding, every birthday party, every baby shower, all in the sake of revenue and profit ambition. And I've been there. I know that feeling. Okay. So you kind of like figured out, like my life cannot be about money. There's, there's gotta be this balance here. I have to figure this out. You go to Thailand, you travel around, you start making money online, right? So walk us through that for everyone's listening, because we have a ton of people who listen that they are in the grind and they've got a full-time, you know, corporate job and maybe they plan on leaving. Maybe they don't, but how did it all start? Like, what did you start doing online? How did you generate that first dollar? Like, what did that look like? Yeah. Well, for me, you know, I kind of evolved my brand and my messaging, which I think a lot of people out there will end up doing as well. You know, what you start as will not be what you finish as, or even in the middle where you end up. It's honestly getting clear on like who you want to help first and foremost, and what problem you actually want to help them solve. Just like, you know, the brand builders group, like core three questions is what's the one word problem that you want to solve for people? Who do you want to solve it for exactly? Right. Customer demographics and psychographics. And then what's your uniqueness? And like, Although I didn't do it with that specific terminology, although I am a BBG client as well as a BBG evangelist, you know, going back to Thailand, I wasn't in that mindset. I just said, you know what, I can help these people just through a webinar. I just sold a webinar and I just started, you know, helping with like accountability and mindset. And it was just really like basic stuff, you know, and it was a very low price point, but it it gave me social proof that, wow, I can do this. I can do this. So for anyone out there who's going, would anyone actually want what I have to say? Would anyone sign up? Would anyone pay for this? Like, what would you tell for that person who just is hesitant to take that first step of saying, I'm going to do a webinar. I'm going to do it for free. I'm going to charge for it. I'm just going to start. Like, what would you say to them? I would say 100%, don't let the fear hold you back. You know, we all have that little voice inside our head. We all have the self-limiting beliefs and the compare and despair. Who am I to share this message? You know, X so-and-so is so much more qualified. And as soon as you heed Rory's advice, which I love, you know, when the mission to serve is clear, there is no fear. And so I think if you can just get out of your own head and start to focus on service and realize that you have a message, you have a gift and the world needs it, then you you can push past that fear and really just start. And you nailed it, AJ. That's what it is. It's starting. Like you have to take action and just start. Mm, That's so good. I've never heard anyone say it that way, compare and despair, because that's what happens when you compare. You immediately 
like self-isolate and go, well, I can't do this. This person's already doing this. It's like the more that you compare, it's like that fear just like takes over and tells you, no, you can't. Yep. Yep. That's so good. I love that. That's amazing. So clearly you don't live in Thailand anymore. You're back in the (laughs) States. You're in good old Montana. So tell us a little bit about like, what are you doing right now? Because you just recently had a major accomplishment with your first book, right? I already talked about your podcast. So how did you go from, (laughs) I think I'm going to do this one thing online to now you're a published author. You're a speaker. You're got this amazing podcast. Like how did that happen? Yeah. Well, I do have to give credit to BBG. I went to finding your brand DNA and that was the catalyst. Like it's always easier to reverse engineer, you know, the process looking backwards and say, oh, that's what the step was. And then the next step. But truly, when I look at my journey, you know, I was throwing spaghetti on the walls for like three years. You know, I was like, oh, I can help this person and I can help this person. Oh, you need health and fitness coaching. Oh, you need business or entrepreneur, you know, and I wasn't clear. And when you try to be everything to everyone, you actually become nothing to no one. And so you have to get clear. And, and when I went to the Finding Your Brand DNA event in Nashville, you and Rory, you know, this was like OG BBG just yeah. when it started. It was like very yeah. in the early Yes, days. it was. And that event really helped me crystallize my message. And it just helped me clarify the vision. And I've always been big into goal setting. However, when you actually go through and get someone like AJ or Rory or the BBG personal brand strategist to help give you perspective. You know, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And that is really what happened. It gave me perspective. It helped me identify who's my perfect target avatar. Where do they hang out? You know, how do I reach them? What problem am I actually going to solve for them? And how am I actually going to solve it for them? So fast forward, you know, I've, I've run high level masterminds for my perfect avatar of, you know, imbalanced entrepreneurs. I've done you know, all sorts of online courses. I've done books and speaking and events. Right now, what I'm focused on is my podcast, which, you know, that's been a great tool to build the know, like, and trust with my tribe. However, it's also a great tool to network. And I know you and Rory talk about the power of networking through a podcast. So I essentially use my podcast to add as much value as possible. And then I have my free plus shipping book funnel, which my book acts as a lead magnet, and then it transitions into my online course. And I I have this blissful balancer whiteboard fridge magnet that then parlays into a reoccurring membership model. And then I have a high-level Montana mastermind epic camping adventure where I actually take high-level entrepreneurs into the backcountry Montana wilderness for five days. And we camp out, we hike in about 10 miles, and we bring in a primitive survival expert, a fly fishing expert. You know, we have a backcountry chef and we have a business mastermind in the wilderness completely I mean, disconnected. Like, I'm going to pause you right here because I think this is really significant to anyone who is out there trying to build their personal brand, trying to monetize it. I'm just realizing it's like you really have one set of curriculum. But with that, you have a podcast, you have a course, you have a book, you have a lead magnet, you have speaking, you have this membership program, you have this high level mastermind, but it's all centered around one set of curriculum. And I think that's a really significant thing of going, you don't have to have tons and tons of tons of content. You need one set of life-changing content that actually makes a difference. And then you just create it in a variety of mediums to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. You nailed it. How did you determine 
which formats were best for you and your audience. Because I think that's a really important thing as people are trying to figure out with so many things that I could do, how do I know what I should do? Yeah. Well, again, just echoing your point, you really want to get crystal clear on your framework, your content, how you solve the problem. You should know who you solve the problem for, but how you solve the problem is going to determine where you are going to solve the problem in terms of medium, right? Someone potentially who listens to my podcast maybe isn't ready to invest in the Montana Mastermind Epic Camping Adventure. So I need to meet them where they're at with free content, a free lead magnet, you know, all sorts of valuable things that build that know, like, and trust. Then when they're ready, I can nurture them to potentially joining my online course. You know, that's a scalable offer that can really add a ton of value, but further nurture that relationship. Then when they're ready for more, then they could, you know, ascend themselves or through my marketing to an online membership model. And I just think anyone out there listening who's struggling, you know, in terms of where to start, you have to think of who is your perfect avatar. Like if you're working with busy entrepreneurs who are, you know, maybe 40 to 50 years of age, well, they're probably not going to be on TikTok. Okay. They're probably going to be on LinkedIn, right? Maybe they'll be on TikTok. I feel like who knows these days? Who knows? But, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. My team handles all that. I just can't do the dancing. I love dancing, but that's with my fiance and, you know, at the dance hall. Anyway, the point is you got to think about like, think where your avatar is and then serve them there where they're already at. Like, again, like BBG does these high level strategy days. You know, some people aren't going to sit in front of a course. They're just not going to watch a video on their laptop on a Saturday. They want one-on-one handholding. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to think about where your perfect avatar is and then where is going to be best to connect with them, to be yeah. relatable for them, to share your story and your process and your message so that you can make a positive impact in their life. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Oh, man. I'll tell you what I took away from that that I think is so significant is stop looking around at what everyone else is doing and look directly at the people you need to serve that you were meant to serve and go, what do they need? How can they consume this? And stop trying to do the next trendy thing just because someone else is doing it. They may not have your audience. So focus on your audience, focus on the person that you're trying to serve and build it for them. Yep. Amen to that. I love that. That's so good. Now, speaking of this curriculum, one of the things that I do want to talk about, because we mentioned this earlier, is you don't need five different sets of curriculum or all this content and five different keynotes. Like that's not necessary to build an empire worthy business. You need one life changing set of content. So 
Let's talk about content for a minute because yours is really good and it's really awesome. And I just want two things out of this kind of like last piece of our conversation. And I know we're almost out of time. So I think the first thing is, how did you come up with this content? Like, how did you actually go, this is a book, right? Mm. This needs to be in a book and in a course. And here's what I'm going to do. And then two, what is it? Like, give us some of the fruits of all of your labor. Yes. Well, again, it started for me, at least by scratching my own itch. You know, I was out of balance. I needed to get back to flow and alignment, you know? And so I just broke my life down into these 10 different areas. I now call them 10 alignments. And this was basically, you know, me just determining how I can get back to this state of blissful balance. And for me, I broke it down into an acronym. It didn't start as an acronym. Obviously it evolves. Oh, you, you know, know with, we love an acronym, Carrie. I know you love an acronym. Yep. And one of the things that I realized is acronyms and frameworks for everyone listening are so imperative because people have a lot going on. And if they can't remember your content, well, chances are it's not going to positively impact their life. You know, so you have to think through this and you want to make it so easy to consume and so easy to implement, but not necessarily, you know, repetitive. You don't want to like be a copycat. So for me, my framework's not rocket science. I'll be the first one to tell you it's not rocket science. It's just I broke my life down in these 10 different areas. It's called the soul mapping, you know, framework. It's essentially your soul's map to the blissfully balanced promised land. And, you know, AJ, I'll run through this real quick for the audience, but I want everyone out there to actually quantify where they're at in each of these 10 different areas, oh, these 10 well, different alignments. And AJ, if you want to get put on the spot, if you're feeling brave, I'll yeah, ask you always. where you're where you're at in these. But basically, I want you to think about five is like an A, you're crushing it. You're really happy hustling in this alignment. One is like an F, you're failing. And as you know, what you measure, you can manage. So it's really important to measure yourself in each of these 10 alignments. And I do it every Sunday. I take my own medicine every Sunday. And I look at where I am lacking in the week you know, prior and where I need to prioritize change in the week ahead. And so it's this constant ebb and flow of adjustments. Now, S stands for selfless service. Are you living for yourself and your own personal gain? Or are you giving back to others, your expertise, your time, your money? Think right now where you're at in the last, just give yourself in the last seven days, where you're at in selfless service, five is an A, one is an F, write it down. Okay. And everyone out there listening, be an active participant here. I get the most out of podcasts like this. When I take action, I actually implement, but also do the work. O stands for optimized health. Are you optimized mentally, physically, and emotionally, or not so much? Are you, you know, shoving uh garbage down the, your pie hole and feeling sluggish and just not nearly optimized. And be honest with yourself. One to five, five's an A, one's an F. You unplug digitally. Are you constantly plugged in, connected to your devices, like looking at social media, watching Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these other things that we're inundated with? Or are you being diligent and having barriers and using your tech, not letting it use you? L, loving relationships. Are you having love in your life? I mean, what's it all for if you don't have love in your life, right, AJ? I mean, you want to make sure that you're connected with your personal relationships, your family, your friends, but also your lover, you know, making sure that that relationship doesn't, you know, get sacrificed in the process of your ascension, right? So 
This is the soul part, okay? And AJ, do you want to run through yours for the soul part real quick? Yeah, I have no shame in this. So an S, I'm a four. I feel like I'm pretty good with that. On the O, I'm a four. I feel pretty good about that. On the U, I'm a one. I fail. (laughs) It's a major F. Terrible. I need help. And on the L, give us a five. I got lots of love. I feel lots of love. It's all around. So that I feel really good about. Yep, exactly. And here's the thing, guys, just give yourself grace. You know, right now, this is just your baseline and you have to be honest with yourself, but you also want to give yourself grace. Now we get to the mapping part. M stands for mindful spirituality. You know, are you connected to a higher power? Are you meditating and praying and, you know, practicing breath work? Like, are you believing in something bigger than yourself? Right. That's the M rank five is an A, one is an F. A, abundance financially. You know, are you living paycheck to paycheck or are you doing what you want, when you want, with who you want? Are you abundant? And, you know, oftentimes many people think this is the most important alignment, but it's not. (laughs) Rank where you're at. It is important, but it's not the most important. They're all equally important. The first P, personal development. Are you growing every day, you know, learning and reading and, you know, listening to podcasts like this and watching inspiring and educational shows or not so much, you know, decide where you're at in personal development. The second P, which I find a lot of driven, you know, entrepreneurs and type A high performers lack is this one passion hobbies. You know, are you doing fun things for yourself? Are you like getting out there and actually enjoying things that you used to really enjoy? Maybe it's a martial art or fly fishing or horseback gliding like me, or maybe it's painting or singing or whatever it is for you. Rank where you're at in passionate hobbies. And then you got I impactful work. You know, are you getting up every day and really excited about what you're doing, infusing your passion, which is, you know, that inward calling on your heartstrings with your purpose, which is that outward serving mission to make a positive impact, right? Like, what's it all for if you don't make a positive impact, you know? So rank where you're at. Maybe you're not, you know, feeling very fulfilled by your work. And that's okay, but just you know, recognizing awareness is the first step to change. Rank where you're at one to five in that alignment. And then N, nature connection. Are you actually connected to nature? Are you getting outside and, you know, tapping into Pachamama, our beautiful planet? And oh, by the way, are you protecting it? You know, like, This is where being a conscious consumer actually plays. Like, are you voting with your dollar and supporting B corporations? And I have a whole nother company with my brother and business partner and best friend, you know, called Eco Breakthroughs. And we're fighting the plastic pollution epidemic. And we're up to some very big things in this realm. And I'm really excited about this. But it's so important now more than ever that we take care of our planet. So this all falls in nature connection. So AJ, you should have your mapping scores. Let's hear it. These are good. I love this. I love this kind of stuff too, because I think it's so important to have that gut check. And again, like back to what you said, and what I love about this, and then I promise I'll tell you my scores is that this came from knowing where you were out of alignment. And it's like, if you know, you are, there's a likelihood someone else is too. So yep. it's solve the problem that you have, knowing that it's simultaneously going to solve problems for other people. And I love that. I think this is so clever. Mm. M, mindfulness. I gave it uh, spirituality, connection to God. Like I gave that a five. Like that's probably like the strongest for me. That and love. I feel good. Yep. About it. Like, really good. <laughs> a, I gave it a four, right? So pretty good. The first P, I gave it a four. Feel pretty good about that. The second one, first I said this was like the hobbies, right? Passions. Yes. Um, I said a one- but then I remembered that my goal for this year is have more fun. And then I was like, actually, I've been 
Yeah, I've been doing some new things. It's like went surfing. Oh yeah. Hiking. We're in a little bike gang that my five-year-old has named nice. Whirlwinds. <laughs> We're the Whirlwinds. We go biking. So I feel like maybe I gave myself a two. And then on the I, a four. And then on the N, a two. Yes. Well, I will say you're crushing it in many regards, but those ones, the unplugged digitally, you know, the nature connection and the passion of hobbies, you know, these are all very important areas of your life. If you want to achieve that blissful balance. And, you know, right now, if you tally your scores up, everyone listening and you're above a 37, congratulations, you're happy hustling. If you're a 36 or below, well, you got some work to do. And so this is again, a tool, a system, an assessment, will you, that I do every single week. And the happy hustlers in my community do every single week because balance isn't this finite destination. Oh, you said balance, seven is a happy hustler? Yep. Oh, I fell short. I'm a 34. I got oh, work to do. Yep, you do. I so what, I tell you what, for everyone listening to this too, like who doesn't like to do stuff like this? It's like, am I hustling, happy hustling? I don't know. I need to take this quiz. So incorporating yep. things like this into your content, make it so engaging. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's so important be- that you do it regular because I'm going to give ultimately one of the biggest happy hustling principles that I could ever bestow upon the BBG community and anyone listening. And that is you must give each area of your life equal importance, but focus on one at a time, Mm, right? So you must give each area of your life equal importance, but focus on one at a time. I'm on this podcast with AJ. I'm all here. 110%. When I go on my date night with my lover later, I'm going to be hundred percent there. When I go to my martial arts karate class, I'm hundred percent there. You know, it's like people, I feel like where the disconnect is, is when they're at work, they're thinking about their family and when they're with their family, they're thinking about work. And so we're not doing anything to our hundred percent capability or effectiveness. So it's really important that you give equal importance to each of these 10 different alignments, but you must focus on one at a time. Okay. So I have a question for you about that, because I think that really plagues most human beings is you know, we're at work, but we're thinking about this problem at home or we're at home and we're consumed with checking our emails. And so I'm curious, right? Just in your opinion, why? Why are we such a distracted community right now? And it's like, why can't we put one thing down to focus on the thing right in front of us? And then two, any tips on how to do that better? Why one, I would say is because our human brains are not necessarily built to encounter thousands of notifications in one day or thousands of pieces of information. You know, we were cavemen and women, you know, for millennia. And here we now have little smartphones that (laughs) have more capabilities than, you know, like hundreds of thousands of years prior in our pocket. And so we're just inundated constantly by these dopamine dumps and we become addicted because the people who are designing them are you know, that's their sole job is to help make sure that their product and services are addicting for you. So we're outgunned, we're outgunned as human beings. And so you have to create barriers to answer to the parlay into the second part of this question. You have to create barriers. You have to have discipline. You know, I have rules in my life that I adhere to the majority of the time, you know, 60 minutes in the morning, 60 minutes before bed, no devices, right? Just Sundays, you know, 24 hour digital detox for the most part. I just did a seven day dopamine detox where no social media, no, you know, YouTube or like movies or stream shows or any of that stuff. And I made more money and was more effective than I have been in. I don't even know how long, you know, and it's like, we're so distracted. So the answer is create barriers, 
have discipline to adhere to them and have consequences if you don't. Mm, Those are good. Those are really good. Any specific examples, just one tip of like, what's one barrier that you've set in your life that you feel like has really made a significant difference? One barrier would be, I would say time blocking, you know, just in terms of work, we're all trying to build, grow and monetize our personal brand and, and really spread our message and make a positive impact. Specifically in terms of work, I have a be focused timer on my computer and I'll airplane mode my phone and I'll do a 30 minute block and then I'll do a five minute break, you know, and then I jump on my rebounder as a break, which I think is really important to shake out the lymphatic drainage system. Going back to my biohacking days, you know, I used to run a biohacking company where for the top, you know, 1% highest performers. And I took a lot of those little biohacks and that one barrier, that one time block, I can be ultra productive. And I typically work 20 hours per week. Like that's like my sweet spot. And, you know, I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, you know, so I'm not looking to like run this massive conglomerate, but I will tell you the reason I can work so little and still be where I'm at is because I time block and I'm disciplined in those time blocks. So, all right, last question. I'm just genuinely curious when you're doing all the other things, the other 20 hours of your week. For all of us aspiring to one day have a 20 hour work week and still be where we are, how are you spending the rest of your time? <laughs> well, uh, as I mentioned to you pre chat, I was just at the hot springs here and I was soaking in thermal, natural hot water. And then I went and I, I do a hot and cold thermogenesis. So there's a cold pool and a hot pool. And I, you know, get a workout in. And then I have, you know, the ski mountain here in Montana where I go snowboarding regularly. And I'm, training to get my black belt in Ishinru Karate with my fiance. And, you know, I go fly fishing and horseback riding and I stay busy. I volunteer with a bunch of organizations here and yes. So I find things to do. (laughs) (laughs) But here's what I know. It's like, that is not a pipe dream life. That's a created intentional life. Exactly. Anyone can have it. If that's actually what you try to create for yourself. I believe truly that most of us are living a default life that we've just set into whatever has been around us and we keep moving and going, actually, that's not the life I want. And uh, you're living a super intentional, created life. I love it. You live your content, which is why it's so successful. You can, it just exudes out of you. I love the soul mapping. I'm a 34. By the time we talk again, I'm going to be a 37, Carrie. I'm on it. Get it, girl. Get Uh, it, girl. This is so good. All right. My last question. And then we're going to wrap this. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. So you've been building your personal brand for several years. You've also built and scaled companies. Like you've done so many successful things. I want to know, like, what is one lesson that you think has made the most dramatic change or impact in your life that you think all of our listeners should hear? The Compound Effect. Darren Hardy, great book. I know you guys know him, but that book really resonated with me. Little actions consistently over time. I live by this phrase, persistent consistency. Every single day, getting better than who you were yesterday. Don't look at other people and compare and despair. Look at who you were yesterday. And I know it's cliche again, but I'm going to hit you with the truth that persistent consistency every single day has that compound effect. And I want to leave one question with everyone listening. And this is what allowed me to create this lifestyle. And it is what does success actually look like for you? Because a lot of people chase other versions of success. Society deems this successful. So we chase it, but truly that's not what success looks like for you. So you end up achieving it and then you're unhappy and unfulfilled. So you have to answer that question. What does success look like for you? 
Oh, so good. And it's true in every area of your life. Small, consistent step taken over an ongoing amount of times. You hear this all the time. It's like, what's the key to content creation? Consistency. What's the key to growing your online following? Consistency. What's the key to staying out of debt? Being consistent, right? It's like, don't spend money. It's like, be consistent with what you're doing. What's the key to staying in love? Be consistent with time with each other. It's consistency, consistency, consistency. We can talk about that every single area of your life. And most specifically for this podcast, how it relates to your personal brand. You have got to be consistent with what you do. It doesn't happen overnight. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Carrie Jack. Yes. So good to have you on this show. Thank you so much. This was awesome. So, so good. Love it. Uh, for everyone else, please follow Carrie Jack. We're going to put these links in the show notes, but we want you to go to the Happy Hustle book. Dot com and get the free ebook. You can uh, do his free plus shipping. You can check out his membership. You can come camping with him this summer in <laughs> yeah. Montana, uh, yeah. whatever it is, check out his podcast, but the happy We'll put that in the show notes. Carrie, we love you. So grateful for this. Let me give one, one special gift to the BBG community because I'm, I'm a part of it and I love this community, AJ, and I want to do something special. As you know, time is our most precious commodity. I'm very diligent with mine. I want to give anyone who does pick up a copy of the Happy Hustle book, if you read it and you send me a DM on Instagram with your biggest takeaway, I'll have my team send you my Calendly link and we'll get on a 20-minute Happy Hustle huddle. And I'm going to help you Happy Hustle, your dream reality, whatever that looks like. It's There's no ulterior motive except me to just give value to you. So take action if you want to connect with me and I'd, I'd love to serve however I can. Oh, I love that. That should be another incentive. Go to thehappyhustlebook.com. Get it, read it. Get that Calendly link. Schedule some call with the one and only Carrie Jack. Y'all so good. Catch us next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 